0: Some nerds and welcome to another episode of D and D and TV, the weekly podcast where we rewatch and recap television shows we really enjoy and talk about how the themes, concept, and characters could be used in different role playing games. I am your host Jeremy, and uh, joining me today, going through character building flashbacks while he climbs out of a well, is my co-host Afif.
1: I have three pens in front of me, but I can only use one at a time.
0: That—that's. I thought you were going to say three pandas for a second. I'm like, (laughs) all right. We're going with pandas? Um, sure. Why, why can't you use two at a time? Are you not ambidextrous?
1: I mean, I guess there are people that can. First of all, I don't think that's what ambidextrous is. Um, it but is. But I think there are some people who would be able to use two at the same time. I definitely can't. Not,
0: I feel like three would not be that hard. Like, you've got one in your left hand, one in your right hand, one in your mouth.
1: That's just like a carnival trick at that point, you know, like it's still
0: talking it's... about pens, just just FYI. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, yeah. Uh, Good, save. I'm tired. Good save. no they, they, I'm sure there's a there's a video, a viral video that was going on, and it was a guy who was drawing like with six different pens at once, and it was just like one one art piece, and like the paper was moving up, and he was moving the pen around. And like doing these like sketches of Mickey Mouse and stuff yeah, like I've that. Yeah, I've
1: seen some of those, but I don't understand how that works. Just from like, I don't a either. Physical I'm not saying
0: of it's of not either. a carnival trick. I'm just saying that he's got six, and we're only talking about three.
1: That's true. Maybe Zoro needs six swords. Yeah,
0: and like it's not like it's hard to roll three dice at once. That's true. Okay, here's here's something to get it get us uh get us cancelled. Does it annoy you when players Need to roll yes. two or three oh. dice. <laughs> I know <laughs> I just want to, I'm going to finish it off. you can just repeat that <laughs> again. when they have to roll two or three dice, but they just roll one at a time. not oh. because they've only got one die, but because they're just rolling them one at a time.
1: yeah i de- I can't remember exactly how it was, but I remember having a table a little while back who just there were new players, and the way they rolled dice was just so wild mm. um. And I can't remember exactly, but there was something about when they had to roll multiple dice at once, and they were just like, they did something, wow, I can't remember it exactly. But I know every other time they just rolled a d20 normally, they would kind of, as if the dice was like hot, and they were like throwing it away like in disgust, they're like, ugh, and they yeah. kind of like flicked their hand outwards.
0: Yeah. Uh, watching, pe- the, watching all the ways people the roll dice is wonderful. So
1: many times, yeah. So
0: many times.
1: At least, seen- I don't think I've ever gone a session... At fortress without somebody rolling a table off the, a dice off the table rolling
0: a dice off the table rolling a table off a die. that's that's always tricky yeah. i i always say um because i often have to give out dice i just say if you lose it you buy me a new one uh, for, for 20 yeah. bucks for an entire set just you lose one die you buy me a whole new set because that one yeah, just doesn't match with anything it. anymore yeah so people go looking they go looking when they lose a die and they take great efforts to make sure it doesn't bounce off the table yeah good um, which which is good because I I'm a great believer. If it's on the table, it doesn't count. Like it doesn't matter that, who's rolling it. Yeah. If it's on the table. Absolutely. It does not count. Um, anyway, going back to the episode, I was actually no one more thing that bugs me about players. Here's here's why I'm a hypocrite. It bugs me when players roll a die one at a time, particularly when it's like fireball and you've got to roll it like eight times. But it also bugs me when people roll their dice and their damage at once. Like, oh, I don't yeah, know if I yeah. hit yet, but yeah. I'm going to roll the damage because that'll save, like, the extra 20 seconds of me rolling this dice again. And I'm like, uh, no, I didn't ask you for that. You don't, you can't, you can't do that yet. So, yeah, I'm, I'm to blame just as much as, uh as anyone else is. So, mea culpa, um don't take my, my word for anything.
1: That's very justified.
0: Yeah. I support you on uh,
1: this. Yeah.
0: Good. This is why you're on the podcast. You're my favorite. <laughs> so. Uh, my coughing aside, I'm going to leave that in so everyone knows how sick I am. Um, we are talking about season one of One Piece on Netflix, uh, episode four. The pirates are coming. The pirates are coming. Uh, with his friends in danger and Kalador's plan in motion. I couldn't understand how. Kuro. His name's Kuro. With Kuro's plan in motion, Usopp seeks help from the rem- Marines. Blades clash when a fierce battle erupts at Kaya's mansion. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, this was this was fun. It was diehard. I was into it. It was,
1: like, part of... This was, like... For me, it felt like you had... Because there are oftentimes, like, sessions where there's the, the roleplay bit and the combat bit are, like, very separate, you know? And that's yeah, what this felt totally. like. It was, like, the last episode was, like, all the RP, and then now it's, like, oh, now it's the combat. We're in combat now. Um, yeah, this is the combat episode.
0: Yeah. Uh, and there was still a little bit of RP. Like, they were trying to jam it in there. It felt like there was... um, It's it's where the party's been split up and the Game Master's frantically trying to bring it back together so they can all be in the same combat rather than, yeah. okay, I'm going to run your initiative until they get here, okay? And we're just going to jump between, like, you've got your round and then we'll jump back and see what they're doing. Okay, they're taking 10 minutes. Okay, great.
1: Well, you got, like, the one player, you know, who got caught, failed their checks, and then... The other players have like set off the alarm as well, and yeah, you yeah.
0: know, yeah, I and you're like they're at the other end of the house. How exactly are we gonna we gonna do this? All right. Well, it, was, so it wasn't.
1: It wasn't all combat because there was those amazing flashback scenes. Oh, I'm sure you love yes. so much and have okay very little to say about.
0: All right, let's do the the quick recap. Um. The Marines show up at the door, Kuro convinces them not to go, um, everyone finds out that he's a pirate, he goes hunting for, for Kaya. that's kind of everyone returns and beats Kuro. Oh, and there's flashbacks while Zoro takes an entire hour to get out of a well.
1: Yeah, honestly not the most dramatic sort of uh, obstacle to
0: overcome. I, I have so many problems with this flashback. All right. Like, hit, hit me. All right. Let's, let's just deal with Zorro in the well to start with. We see him with the first flashback. He's throwing a hook up. Now, where the fuck did he get that hook?
1: That's You could say that about a lot of players and their inventories, you know?
0: This is what I was going to bring up. But parties <laughs> always kind of assume they've got their equipment on them at all times. Yeah,
1: but when you think yeah. about it it's like no, that doesn't make any fucking sense. How are you carrying all that stuff?
0: Yeah. I recently was a player in a game where we had to go to like a hot, like a a thieves guild hideout and it was you it was underneath um the access to it was going through the the docks and you had to swim in through a little hole in the wall underneath the the wharf and then come up and into the air pocket. And I'm playing a rogue with pistols, like black powder pistols, and I'm sure it was a very cool idea when the game master came up with it. Um, But afterwards, I'm like, cool. So I'm just going to sit here for three days while all my shit dries out (laughs) um, so I can actually be useful again. (laughs) I was like, no, no, we're on a time schedule. It's like, well, we're going to be noticeable when we come back out and have to swim out of the harbor and we're all dripping wet. Like, this isn't exactly a stealthy location we're in. (laughs) Yeah, it's always Uh,
1: the things you don't anticipate that catch you up.
0: Yeah, but everyone expects their equipment to be on them at all times. And so, oh, you so you're just bringing your battle axe into the bathhouse, are you? Like, um, you're just going to sit there in full armor while someone shaves you? Do you?
1: How do you do like encumbrance and stuff like that? What are your thoughts? Uh,
0: I don't. I don't deal with encumbrance honestly. Um, encumbrance is a first edition problem. Um, I follow the Matt Colville. Ruling. I think it was Matt Cobble. Anyway, someone said that, or maybe it was um, uh, Super Geek Mike. Anyway, that there are three things that the game has which you don't really, that people don't take into account. And there's only one that we ever really think about. So it might be encumbrance or rations or arrows or something like that. And there's that sort of aspect to it. It's like either you hand wave it or this is the one thing you focus on and the game kind of becomes about that. Because if you want to wear an encumbrance, then you make the game about that and you're going to dungeons and you're getting so much loot that you can't carry it all. And you're yeah. wanting to make it like, well, here's the puzzle of how do you get it all out? Yeah. Or if you want to have that survival aspect to it, you do make them count every arrow and every food um, food item eaten and things like that because you want that, that experience. But if you're going around and you just like fighting monsters yeah copper that's probably the other one it's like no one counts copper it's all gold or oh nothing. yeah
1: the it's gold especially when it's just yeah. like well how like the hundreds if not thousands of pieces like oh did you cut out i lost you there i thought you cut out no, nope, that was just an awkward silence. We can cut that. Oh, out. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, I'm leaving that. Oh. I'm leaving that in. Everyone could be sitting there listening to their podcast in their everyone, car, being like, think "Did that I, it's cut did out. I turn <laughs> <laughs> of Oh, that's great. For the same, I'll, I'll cut it down. Dear listeners, you're still listening to this. That was a much longer silence that you heard. <laughs> um, I solved that problem by reducing the amount of out of gold I give. Like, yep. I'm very much of the opinion, 50 gold is a year's salary. So, if you get 100 gold, you're rolling in it. So, I go, no, 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 no. You're getting paid 20 gold for this job. And you better be counting those fucking coppers. Because they're going to be charging yeah. you, like, every meal. Unless it's a one shot. And then I'm just like, yeah, I use the Call the Cthulhu method. It's like, yeah, you guys make enough coin that you can spend up to about 25 gold and not care.
1: Yeah, well, there are some systems and stuff where it's like you just kind of have, well, I know there's one, like I've been reading, I think I've mentioned it on a previous one, uh household, which they just have, the currency is just coin. And it's like, yeah. you know, like you only end up having like one, two or three coins, that sort of thing. Like you're dealing with very small denominations and those are for like key equipment, you know, uh, like one-off purchases. Like if you need to bribe a guard, things like that. And then the sort of mundane day-to-day expenses and things like that based on, Uh, Instead, you have like a a wealth level, I guess. And then it's just you can kind of anything at your wealth level is just readily accessible.
0: If you're wealth level three, you get these certain things and it's of a certain quality. Yeah. Blades in the Dark has something similar. And I like that it has um, the different levels of job. Like if you steal a couple of purses, they might be full of coin, but you've got enough people that in the gang that that's not going to go that far. So that's worth one coin each. And that's yeah. how it kind of operates. And coins can be like dealt with for for whatever. It's like I need a boat. Great, that's a coin. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, it's not about how much it actually represents. It's about that m- amount of asset you have. And I think that's, that's um, I think that's a really good way of doing it. I think there is an appeal in my my lizard brain, my first edition brain, of being like, no, I've got. 500,000 pieces of platinum in a bag of holding, and I'm just pulling money out and willy-nilly, and here, bartender, have a gold coin as a tip, kind of attitude. But it's it's also a little bit silly to be going, no, I'm carrying around 400 pieces of gold with me at all times. It's like, yeah, no, you're not. You put it in a bank.
1: For me, it's more of like a, a practical sense, like game mastering of just, you know, one less thing that I have to kind of worry about. Yeah. In in such yeah. sort of fine detail, yeah.
0: I think that's um, a, a key element of, of their equipment. But, yeah, that's that's where it started with me for these fucking flashbacks. That's where it started, where I was just like, where did he get the rope? Where did he get the hook? And then he started climbing and he had this flashback to him little fighting his little heart out and getting his ass kicked. And there was part of me that really wanted him to be the, the better sword fighter because they're both wearing masks and it felt like there was a bit of a reveal when this kid keeps getting beaten yep. and he rips it off and it's like, it's young Zorro. I'm like, oh no, of course it is because he's got to prove he's the best rather than just always be the best. <laughs> and that's basically his like, little arc as a, as a kid where he's like fighting this girl who's so much better than him but she can't, she will never be the best because she's a girl. And he's like, "No, you can be the best. We're going to prove, like, test each other until we're the best." And then she dies.
1: Yeah, she dies off
0: camera. You know, like, yes, she gets fridged. She gets, fr- she's a fridge sword nerd, is what she is. And I don't like it. Um, this is. Um- for for those who might not know, fridging I don't is know the what term. You're talking about, yeah. yeah. Fridging is a term. Women in refrigerators is the official term. It was created by Gail Simone in regards to comics, but it applies to a lot of other narratives and media anyway. It's where a woman die or a woman is existing in a story only to die to be used as angst or motivation for a male character. Oh, uh, that makes sense. And that is literally the I can't even remember the character's name. It's like He no. Hung or something. I I don't even remember Zoro's full name. He's yeah. Zoro. Yeah, but
1: do you think he's named why? after like the Zoro?
0: No, it's only got one R, so I think it's Zoro. Okay, I think it's an odd coincidence. But who fucking knows? Yeah. Why is why is Luffy named Luffy or Monkey or whatever? Is he the Monkey King of Journey to yeah. the West? Who
1: knows? What does the D stand for?
0: Yeah, or is he Monkey the Luffy?
1: Oh, it's German. I know. I
0: pronounced like, it wrong. Uh, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Monkey D.
0: <laughs> Monkey D, yo. Monkey D coming in the house. That's... Anyway. Mm. Uh, poor Fridge Sir, no. That, I don't know, inspires Zoro to be to climb out of a well. Good for, for her. Why does Great. he attempt...
1: Why, why didn't he keep using the grappling hook? Why did he just do it once and then give up?
0: Oh, uh, no. He tried it a few times and he like realized that's not going to work. I've got to try another way, which is just climb it. And I can, you know what, I can understand that. You do try to throw the hook up first because that makes climbing it easier. It gives you advantage on the roll. Yeah. But I can, it's, it's, yeah. But I don't, I don't like his motivation. We don't need that for his motivation. Like his motive, his stated motivation is I want to be the best swordsman and I want to hide pirates. Like that to me is enough motivation for him for him to be doing anything.
1: Well, maybe it's like the player who's playing the character, you know, at first was just like, oh, I just want to be the best swordsman. You know, they didn't really have a backstory fleshed out. But then sort of mid game, they're like, oh, I actually want like a tragic backstory or something like that.
0: I think that's spot on that he came to the table with, I'm just like, I want to be the best swordsman and I'm already pretty fucking good. Uh, but I'm all yeah, edgy. I want to be much, the best like swordsman, proving. and I'm going to call him Zoro. <laughs> yeah, but it'll,
1: be, it'll be one
0: R. Uh, yeah, one R. Uh, so, and I don't do the thing. I've got three swords. That's how good I am. And then um, Luffy's character and Nami's character came and Nami's character was all like, I'm mysterious and I've got things that I'm not going to tell you. He's like, ooh, that sounds cool. And Luffy's like, I had like a mentor who lost an arm to a sea monster. He's like, oh, fuck. I just want to be the best swordsman. Like, I got to come up with something real fast. Uh, I had a friend who was better than me. Then she died. That's it. That's his entire backstory. (laughs) I had a friend who died. The fuck? I... mm. Didn't like it. Didn't like it.
1: Listen, all the best backstories have, you know, people dying in them.
0: This is true. This is true. Everyone dies at some point. I mean, I'm, I'm to blame just as much. I kill my parents, my character's parents all the time. You kill your parents. I, I, yeah, I kill my parents all the time. They just keep coming back. It's so frustrating. No, I've had um, a character who had to kill his lover because they were a zombie now. And um, they'd come back as a zombie and was eating people's faces. You're like, cool, I got to kill you now. And now he's traumatized because he's like, "Oh, that's probably not good for my mental psyche. I've gotta, I gotta go deal with that by adventuring." Um, so, for it, like that character that that backstory only existed to get my character out onto the road. But it's yeah. it's um it's not great, is what I'm saying. It's it's okay when it's a character yeah, when it's a player character.
1: Cheaper than therapy, you know?
0: Yeah. My chip therapy's three. Don't know about yours. <laughs> um, speaking. of, All right. What else do we need? So I, that's that's all I want to talk about. The back, the flashbacks. I didn't like sure. it. Oh no! Wait. Yeah, there was, is one more, one, more the, like, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Okay. So I want to know why he can't just want to be the best. Because there is a character who does just want to be the best. Like his entire motivation for going out and like. You know, doing everything he does is to be the best. And I'm not talking about Luffy because he's got his whole like shanks and like I gotta be like daddy um attitude. It's Ash Ketchum. From Pokemon. Ash Ketchum. Because oh. it very it very clearly says I wanna be the best that no one ever was. That's his entire motivation. I wanna be the best. You really caught me off guard there. Yeah. Right? Came out of nowhere, but that's his entire thing. It's like I'm going to go out and I'm just going to be the best person at catching Pokemon, and all the other stuff just kind of happens around him. But his entire goal is just to catch a lot of Pokemon.
1: Well, he's a lot more one-dimensional as a character, you
0: know. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying he exists. Um, all right, all right. I'm, I'm coming down. I'm coming down. <laughs> Hatif, you say stuff now, so I'm not. I'm not getting onto this again.
1: All right, we did the flashbacks. The other half, um, okay. There was a fun thing. This is like a fun idea you can do, um, but like, there's that idea of like, because the Marines are like the authorities, you know, Usopp's going there and stuff. But then you've got, um They uh,
0: call him Kuro. Who... That's his name. Kuro.
1: Sure. Um, where it's like, oh, actually, no. Where you know, very strong gaslighting powers. Um, oh yeah. Uh, but kind of this idea that, like, the party is being framed as the bad guys, basically, you know? Like, yeah. I think that's super fun.
0: Yeah, that's always good. Because it is a little bit of, like, clear, I know. Because many players, I feel just, well, they act like they're the main characters in a video game. That things will go their way because they're the main characters. And that they don't need to interact with their world on that level. And it's like, but we're doing the good thing. We're doing the thing that the story asks you to. And it's like, well, yeah. But they're in a different story. They're in the murder mystery story <laughs> that, yeah. um, where they found the dead body and it's got a sword wounded, and you're the guy with the big sword. So, no, I like I like that idea, and uh, it it just felt like Die Hard to me. Like on on it every was angle, very
1: Die Hard. Yeah,
0: like locking down the house. And the cops coming and, like, the bad guy being like, no, there's no problem here. What are you talking about? That was just a a, a rat. Ha, ha, ha. These old houses creak, so, you know, uh, kind of thing. And then, you know, some of them are able to bust out, but they have to go back in. It just, I like that idea of a diehard sort of dungeon where you trap the players inside. And part of it is surviving because they're outnumbered by monsters who live there. But a lot of it is also figuring out a way out.
1: Well you can always go through those incredibly spacious uh like passages between the walls.
0: Um Right. Well they were servant passages. This was explained in the last episode. And that makes sense to me, because you don't want servants cluttering up those massive hallways they've got. <laughs> I don't think they were service servants' passages.
1: Weren't they just in the wall?
0: I don't know, because because um Usopp came into Kaya's room, and she was like, "Hey, when will ever figure? When will Kuro figure out that uh, you use the servants' passages?" So I'm assuming there are servants' passages, but they may have just been in the wall as well.
1: Either way, it was a lot of space. You know, it was a lot of real estate. It was.
0: I did really like when Kuro figured out where they were and started just like popping his claws through the wall. Yeah, that was super fun. Like that, um, I, I want an encounter where a, a monster is able to do that.
1: Oh yeah, that'd be fun actually.
0: Where it's like, oh, I'm safe because I'm behind the pillar. It's like, no. No, it's going through the pillar. Yeah. So I I want to be able to do that a couple of times. I'm trying to think of what monster would do it. Like what's a a good element? I know uh, this is just an aside. The the Marvel multiverse role-playing game, which a thief loves, um, is <laughs> I'm just gonna throw you under a bus there. Um, does have a an ability where you can punch someone through walls. Well, not even an ability. It's just a, a knock-back type of effect. And it says if you hit the wall, you work out how much damage you do to the person getting punched first, and then they hit the wall, and you deduct the amount of health that wall has from how much damage they took, and they go through that if it beats the wall's damage. So you can, like literally, like, in that superhero style of knocking people yeah. through buildings... And yeah, I like that that aspect of like you work out how much damage uh, an object has, and obviously most D and D parties are superheroes, so they can survive this kind of stuff. But yeah, I yeah. like that idea of knocking through buildings and and uh, and doors and stuff like that.
1: It's cool. Uh, yeah, that is fun. It's a very yeah. classic kind of uh, horror movie, horror movery thing type thing.
0: Yeah, um, and being an enclosed space as well.
1: Yeah, it definitely took like a horror horror turn. Um, Well, his his claws like Kuro's claws
0: were Freddy Krueger-esque. So it's like that kind of. I
1: I wanted to talk about like the design, I guess, of both both him, but also like the gang,
0: right? Because that's a thing. Oh god, do we have to? Like, I liked his look. The other two, not so much. (laughs) No, no, go, go.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to ask yeah, what did you think of that?
0: Like, okay, Furo's look, super into. Like, he had that saunter that you see cats have when they're just prowling around. Like, and his his very neat, his, like, little upturned collar, like it's ears. Yeah. But Sham and other guy, I... (sighs) Like, as to start with, when they got into their pirate clothes, for a moment I didn't realise Sham had gotten changed out of her maid outfit, and I definitely didn't realise she'd drawn her um, eyebrows and nose on. Um, I saw the cat ears, but what the hell was the other guy wearing? It was like a half Batman mask yeah. and then like a big fluffy cape and, I don't know, suspenders or something. It, I didn't like it.
1: I think it's just, it's one of those things where, like, in terms of translating from, you know, from one medium to another, sometimes, you know, it doesn't work (laughs) out as as well as it does other times.
0: Sometimes it does not.
1: Um, I think they went for, like, the, you know, accuracy to the original design. Uh, It's probably not the way to go for that
0: particular instance. No, no. I feel like, thankfully, they weren't in it too much and it's like it's one out of 3 looked ridiculous the other two looked okay
1: did you like them as little henchmen hench people
0: i liked their dynamic like i liked their little bickering atmosphere and then that they did work really well as a team when they were fighting um
1: yeah i liked but- the um how they got like into their mundane jobs that was like a nice little characterization you know, yeah, like she was really cared about the clean the cleanliness, and he really cared about the food and stuff.
0: Yeah, and the fact that even once um, they started fighting, she's still using a mop as a weapon. She's yeah. like, "No, no, it's a staff, but it's still my mop. Like I have this with me." Um, at the same, yeah, it was it was well done. Um, yeah, I, I like that about them. I'm wondering what. Ha- oh no, where well, they got captured at the end, didn't they? That's sad. Was yeah. Kuro escape That son of a bitch. Um, I forgot that Kuro had powers. Honestly, um, it's not. It's one of those
1: things where it's like a bit ambiguous as well because he doesn't have like a devil fruit power, does he? He
0: doesn't. Does he have He's moving really fast. Else?
1: But then he didn't bring up a devil fruit. You know, like is this a thing where you can only have powers if you've got a devil fruit? Like that's the only way, or is it just like kind of an exaggeration of how fast he moves normally? Like.
0: Well, I don't know because he didn't seem to be too surprised that that um, Luffy could could do stuff. So maybe we don't. Maybe we're just at this point meant to assume anyone who's got supernatural abilities ate a Devil Fruit.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what it feels like. It's like we don't want to have this conversation every time, you know, at the table. Yeah,
0: but the given like. The fact that he had powers, like he was just able to move really fast. And even when he was killing Mary in the last episode, his, his desire to move really fast was like, I'm behind you. Now I'm not. Now over here. It was now over here. No I'm over here. It's like, just stab him already.
1: Yeah, it was babe. very like very extra. It's like he just teleported basically like ten different times. It's like you could have just this is an NPC. This is like a civilian, you know, peasant stat block. He's got an AC of ten. Like, just just make your attack roll.
0: You know what it made me think of? Um, A cat with zoomies. Uh, Oh, yeah, a little bit. A cat just running around the house. Yeah, running around the house really fast, scaring the dog, and then running off again. (laughs) I don't think that's what they were going for, but hey, it worked for this year's theme. Yeah,
1: that's pretty great.
0: (laughs) I do like that they're sticking with the theme. I think it's, like you were saying, it's a little bit tricky to translate some of them, but I feel like there are some which just work better as a general theme than others. Like, Buggy's whole thing with his circus, that's an easy one to do no matter what. Like, circus yeah. outfits are already pretty garish. Once you have people dressing up as cats, it's like, mm, are they that threatening, though?
1: Yeah, and I think it's just, like, the campiness, I guess. It feels like a pretty campy sort of show. Um, yeah. Like, I'm assuming the original was, essentially. But I think it probably, yeah. that works better for animation. Just flat out you know
0: yeah well i don't know like garb's bulldog hat i can't see that working in any medium he <laughs> <It> looks like <laughs> he's wearing pluto line. on his head like it looks like he is, he's he's skin pluto it's just impossible to him take, take him seriously like it's impossible to take him seriously and all <laughs> right we're half an hour into the episode i feel like we need to talk about the final line of the episode when they're getting t- when oh, yeah. they're making an escape and like Usopp's decided to come with them and um Kobe like he, he's met Kobe and he's gone back and he's looking back and they're getting fired he looks through and he sees Kobe and Garp standing there, and you're like, Oh no, he's realized that Kobe sold him out, but he goes, No, grandpa? Like the fuck?
1: Uh, that honestly caught me totally off guard.
0: was not yeah. That. I'm into it. Because that explains everything about, like, Kobe and Garp and, like, their relationship. If, like, if this- if Luffy is his grandkid, then, of course, Garp's going to, like, connect with someone who's around the same age as his grandkid and be, like, seems to have the same sort of attitude and, like- and, yeah, that's really
1: interesting. Do you think Garp- do you think Garp knows that Luffy's- that, like, the pirate he's chasing is his grandson, or-
0: I'm going with yes. Uh yeah, I'm going with um because we don't even really know much about Luffy's parents, do we? no, not really. Because that woman who was taking care of him in the first couple of episodes wasn't his mother. And obviously Shanks isn't his dad.
1: Uh, not that we know of. Yeah,
0: yeah, it could be. Who knows? Uh, yeah, but it feels like he knows him well enough by sight that he's like, yeah, that's my granddad. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Was, I'm intrigued it,
1: it's bad writing, but it would be very funny if it was like at the start immediately at the start of the next episode is like, oh, actually, I was I was wrong. It's not my granddad.
0: Oh wait, <laughs> it's just some other guy. My mistake. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oh well. <laughs> That'd be, I like that actually. That'd be fun. Um, uh, I don't. That's. I just wanted to say that. That was a, a nice little twist. I like to do those cliffhangers for um for it's parties. A good
1: twist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was a good twist. Well done, show. Uh, well done. I'm guessing that was like a chapter end for a mang the manga as well. Um. Yeah. Here's some other notes. Particularly, there is a, a bit of discussion about what makes a pirate in this. Because that seems to be what uh, the crux of the of the series is going to be about. I mean, we've already yeah. said Luffy wants to be a different sort of pirate. Um, apparently a pirate who doesn't kill anyone. Um, And I really like this because each of the villains he's faced so far have been that aspect of this is what you want in a different way. Like, this is the change... This is your your desire taken to an extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like think about Buggy, where it was. Luffy wants to be the king of the pirates. He wants to be famous and find the One Piece. All Buggy wants is attention and fame. Like he he kidnaps people into into paying attention to him.
1: Yeah, and then and in, for for, Kuro, for Kuro, just money? Well, money, money, money.
0: I think money, money, money. But he's talking about how he wants... Well, what he's saying is you want to be a pirate. You want to be this this hero where you're always having to watch your back. Where nobody is your friend. And Luffy being very much like, no, my my power is my friend's. Yeah. That it's that, that element of, no, you can't trust anyone as opposed to, I'm going to trust everyone and create a different sort. A different sort of pirate.
1: Yeah, I also thought it was interesting. I guess this is more about like the tone of the show and stuff like that. But the whole kind of underlying plot about like oh we have to wait until she's 18 before we can do anything or whatever. And mm-hmm. I kind of like I like I like when the villains have rules, you know, that they follow. Yeah. yeah. It's like they could just, you know, be murder hobos and kill everything, but mm-hmm. it's like no. It's it's nice when they ha- when you kind of know exactly what they're going to do or whether it's going to fall within the boundaries.
0: Yeah, it's. it feels like they could have had all the stuff go to Sakuro before and when she just died unnaturally before she turned 18. It's like, no, 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 we've got a law. We've got a code. We've got that pirate code. Yeah. That apparently pirates have in some worlds. Which, yeah, I like, like that guidelines. as well. Yeah. Well, I always thought that lawful evil sums up pirates very well.
1: You think pirates are lawful?
0: Yeah, I think pirates, if they've got a code, then they're lawful. Sure. That's, that's like if they've got a part code, the- though. That's a, big,
1: that's a big if.
0: Well, if they don't have a code, are they really pirates?
1: Oh, I guess that's an interesting question.
0: Yeah. And the code comes from if we kill too many people, they'll have to take us seriously. Like, if you start burning ships and sinking them, like causing major problems, then they're going to send you know, an entire fleet after you. If you're just, like, robbing a couple of people that no one really notices, and it's like, well, we just took half your stuff, then they're like, all right, well, we still got half our stuff. That's not a major impact on the bottom line.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fair. I'll see.
0: Well, isn't, isn't this what Arlong was saying? Well, sort of what Arlong was doing in the previous episode when he showed up. It's like he gets a cut of everything, every action that occurs in the East Blue. And... Buggy was all like, "No, no, I'm just, I'm just small fry." It's like, yeah, you've got to, you've got to pay the toll, but if you're not paying it enough, someone big, big comes after you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, pirates, lawful evil.
1: Um, I don't think we really talked about Arlong that much in the last one either.
0: We didn't. I think, well, he wasn't in this episode and he's not going to really show up, I'm guessing, for a little while again. That's fine. Just more weird stuff. So we'll get you know? to it. Yeah, he's a fish dude.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. Okay, I guess.
0: You know what I liked about um, the, the, um, the security measures of the house? What's that? So they were designed to stop pirates getting in, right? This is what Kaya says when they start to go down. And Nami's like, but now the pirates are in here. And when, when Luffy and Zoro get there, they very easily break into the house like in 30 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like the least of pirates are able to break through these security measures.
1: And we're talking about they're excellent pirates. That's Zoro, <laughs> Zoro's like he's got high strength, you know?
0: I feel like he's not that high strength. He's a dex fighter. He's all jumping he's around a good and shit.
1: He's a good roller, I reckon.
0: He's a good roller in fighting. He's really shit at finding his way anywhere. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it feels like he gets lost everywhere. Last episode, he was trying to find a drink and couldn't work out which way to go. Like, he's just... He's not... He wisdom. wanted to go back to the house and he goes the completely wrong way and f- runs into Luffy. <laughs> it's like, the fuck? Oh, I
1: think no. that's just the curse of being... Um, when you play, like, a really edgy character, they just end up yeah. being, like, a bit of a
0: buffoon. You know, like, yeah. just- there's a bit of a buffoon in everything they're not good at. Yeah. Yeah. I just, again, I'm going back to my, uh, <laughs> my charisma-based rogue, whose uh, wisdom was his dump stat, which has been fun. And uh, he was talking to someone who was very much inspired by Kuro. Uh, and the game master described this guy as he doesn't suffer fools lightly. And I've said, well, unfortunately, I'm a fool. So I'm going to keep talking to him for another 10 minutes. Amazing. Uh, it was great. Uh, um, yeah, I, it was a good episode. The rest of it seemed fine. Um, I don't think I really had much else to say beyond I kind about, of thought the like, Kai the I was going to go with them.
1: What about like the fight and sort of the mechanics of that?
0: Well, with... I don't know the fight which fight are we talking about the one with um Kuro and, and Luffy, or the one with no um,
1: I, the boss fight
0: that was the boss fight
1: oh that or do was, you I'm think sorry. I meant like well, I guess I feel like in my mind they're like two different fights, I guess I like would agree they are two different fights, yeah, yeah, like with luffy and without yeah
0: yeah the one the one with the the henchman and um. And Zoro, that felt like a good boss fight to me.
1: Oh, no, nice. so I was talking about, like, Kuro before Luffy showed up with just Nami and Oh, stuff. yeah.
0: Yeah, that was cool. I was real. Yeah. This is, again, when I forgot that, um, <laughs> that he could use powers. Because <laughs> they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to run. And then he's behind them. He's like, oh, shit, yeah, he could do that. I forgot. Uh, yeah, that felt, that was a good way of doing it. I like that aspect of having, I don't know, how would you do it? Would it be like a um, a lair action where you can move him around and the party knows he's super, super powerful and would destroy them, so they really have to decide, will I stay where I am and hide, or will I move and make the, the hope that I'm going to make it out?
1: Yeah, I think like a movement-based thing, I think it could even be like, what might be cool is that potentially he can jump around a lot, but you do mm-hmm. like a, a simultaneous move, right? Like... All your players and the GM lock in at the same time. This is the place where I'm going to be, and then you all kind of reveal at once, and then it's like, oh, ah, yeah. it's actually there. Like,
0: yeah, I like I like that idea, and maybe somebody's able to if you have a skill or something, which means they're able to change it on on one on a skill roll or something. They can change where they're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really I like guess, that I idea.
1: Guess like a-, a mini game. We're going back to mini games. Yeah,
0: yeah. And maybe it's one of those cases where you do this, like, because like, the party's split, you do this for a certain number of rounds and you just got to survive until, until the rest of the party yeah, gets there.
1: Until Luffy shows up, yeah.
0: Until Luffy shows up, which, you know what, that's fair. Like, Luffy's got fucking stretchy powers and seems to be able to take care of this stuff. That's Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I would wait for him as well.
1: Again, there's a bit of, like, a soft kind of, magic system where it's not really clear because in my mind I always think super speed that's like one of the most overpowered powers right like it's true. Um, so it's interesting to kind of see it doesn't seem like he can attack really quickly just kind of get from point A to point B
0: yeah it's definitely a movement thing. maybe this is just his yeah. dash skill maybe yeah yeah he can't he can't attack the same turn that he dashes
1: oh that's a good one actually yeah yeah.
0: Maybe this is what we should do on the roundup. Make these people into characters, like into boss battles. Uh,
1: That sounds like a or, lot
0: of effort. But... <laughs> or I could just do it for Patreon. Yeah, that sounds like a better idea as well. Everyone pay me money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not stealing money from like my, my listeners, all six of them. Um, no, that's really cool. I love that idea. I think that would be, not the, the stealing money idea, the, um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the the Kuro boss battle. I am interested to see how many of Luffy's finishing attacks will just be knocking someone through a wall or a tent or, um or out into the ocean.
1: How much do you want to bet they all start with gum gum?
0: Oh, I'm going to assume they're all starting with gum gum.
1: I reckon they might, they they say might gum s- gum sneak headbutt? one in. I reckon they'll sneak one in that, that isn't. Like, it'll have a different yeah. name.
0: That, that'd be Three cool. For loop. Yeah. I always like it when they, they have something like that. Like, this is why the, um, the X-Men line, what happens to a toad when it gets struck by lightning, um, <laughs> would have worked if it had actually had the couple of jokes before it, where you were saying, what happens to a toad when this happens? What happens to a toad when that happens? Cause then it's the law of threes when it's just by itself. It's yeah, like, I don't fucking, I don't get it. Anyway. Yeah. Um,
1: (laughs) I'd, I'd be hitting that out. Yeah. Yeah, I had erased that that.
0: I know you had, but now, now you're stuck. Oh, that reminds me about the Marvel multiverse game. I have to make stats for Toad and his prehensile tongue. Um, yeah, I'm kind of out of stuff to talk about this episode. Not yet. He's probably in the X-Men book. That's coming.
1: Oh, that'd be fun.
0: Yeah. Um, I have one other thing, and I said this before, but you were talking over me, so hopefully everyone heard it anyway. I really wanted Kaya to go with them.
1: I guess we didn't talk about Kaya last episode.
0: No, we didn't. Let's talk about Kaya now. I like Kaya. She's cool. I
1: thought she 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 was kind of boring.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I agree. She didn't have much personality in this episode beyond my parents are dead and I'm sad. Um, And you know what? I don't actually believe all the things that Usopp's been telling me these years. Now you're scaring me. And when you told me stories that were fun, I liked them. And this one's scary. It's like, mm, mm. Um, yeah, you don't get to pick pick and quick- choose,
1: Miss. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they did quickly become, or she did quickly become. She is the solution to the problem of we don't have a ship. Oh, she can give us a ship at the end.
1: Well, she was like that from the start, you know.
0: She she was. She was just that, basically. But then at the end, I was, like, kind of expecting, oh, it'd be kind of cool if she's like, well, I've been stuck inside and people have been telling me I'm sick. I'm going to go see what the world's really like and I'm going to have adventures and, like, discover who I am. She's like, no, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? When did you yeah, want that to be a doctor? Yeah, that
1: was a little, that felt a little out of left field. Um, although I did, like, I did like the kind of reveal of the fact that like she'd been poisoned her whole life basically by kuro i think that's a really good like level yeah. of evil and it's a good kind yeah. of uh, you know thing for your villain to do
0: cuz it is yeah, like really
1: fucked evil. up but not in like a a way that's going to make people too uncomfortable or anything like that
0: yeah cuz he's keeping her alive he's just making yeah. her feel bad it's like mm, mm, gaslighting yay oh that explain wait no that shouldn't have had the self harm Tag on there? Oh, I guess it does kind of count. She's feeding it to herself. I don't know. There was a tag on the Netflix thing saying this this contains strong self harm. Like, who are you talking about?
1: Oh, it's probably just Luffy eating. Like,
0: yeah, Luffy throwing up (laughs) everywhere, throwing up the blue soup. God, the really colors in it sometimes.
1: (laughs) They called it like soup, and it's like clearly like solid. You know,
0: (laughs) excuse me, potato soup is solid. It's mush. It looked like the stuff from um, Hook, the um, the Lost Boys. Oh yeah, food. like
1: the Imaginary's food. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which I'm guessing is kind of kind of what they're going for. Like that's yeah, suppose, um, to me yeah. a, a kind of look for it because it is pirates. It's kind of like a Neverland sort of thing. It's um. I'm on board with it. It's cool, 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 cool. Uh, but yeah, Kaya, she wasn't again wasted character. Like um, Fridge Sword Nerd.
1: Fridge. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so then again, we didn't see a body. Maybe she's not dead. Ki-
1: oh, the, the, Fridge the Fridge Sword Nerd. The Fridge Sword yeah. Nerd. Yeah. Honestly, it's the sort of character that could stand to, to reappear. Yeah, I'd be um, into that. i would right. be really What do you, cool. think? do you think Shanks will reappear? Yes. Yeah. That feels pretty good.
0: In lovely. one form or another. Even if it's just a flashback again, we'll get more Shanks. Oh, sure. I susp- I am do you think you in know, the I'm flesh, leaning t- um uh, yes. Because of Usopp's dad that they're gonna go find Yasop, I think we're gonna see Shanks as well. Okay. Like he's gonna go find them, and it's gonna be cool. I think um Fridge Sword Nerd isn't dead, I'm sixty percent sure of that. Uh I think that Garp really is uh Luffy's granddad um yeah
1: <laughs> it wasn't just bad writing like
0: it's not bad writing i think it, i think it's legit uh what else am i going to predict this is my my ability um, i reckon the one piece is the friends they made along the way oh okay <laughs> i think i
1: think for the wrap up as well we can think about what power would like to have
0: what power do I get from a gum uh, from a devil fruit?
1: Yeah, which one you'd want to? We can save that for the wrap up after we've seen the series. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm sure someone will send in the question. I'm sure someone will send in the question. I <laughs> uh, get real questions on this show. Uh, all right, well, cool. Let's wrap that up then. We'll just do the last thing for for each episode uh, that we do every week, um, which is pick a character or the pick the crit hit or the crit fail that a character received. Uh, during this episode um i think i made a fee if you were going first last week so i'm gonna go this time and um basically i'm just gonna give a crit fail to zoro because he cannot find his way when every makes a survival check it's fucking it's gonna be a natural one
1: yeah i mean he had a lot of fails this episode yeah
0: in, in his defense, I think the first time, I think it was in the last episode, where he's going out to look for, for the pantry. he was probably already drunk, so he's got disadvantage on most roles. He's poisoned. Yeah. But after that, it's like, no, nah, no, nah, no excuse. Like, there's a giant house one way and a town the other way, and you pick the wrong way. Like, he, he fell down the well. He was thrown down the well that is directly in front of the house. And he went the wrong way when he got out.
1: Yeah, he was. Unless
0: he's about a lying. Girl. Yeah, maybe. I just. Yeah, that's that's where I'm giving him his crit fail. Sorry, sorry. You'll get a crit hit sometime.
1: That's pretty fair, honestly. He deserves
0: it. And what about you? What about you?
1: Um, I might give it to. Uh, oh, what was his name again? Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Um, I think he's he's rolling well on the insight checks, you know, and he's he's kind okay. of doing his own little thing there
0: okay it is kind of strange oh yeah he did kind of get a weird vibe off off what's his face um kuro didn't he
1: yeah um but also just another little thing it is kind of weird that they're like chasing these pirates and stuff and they have these like brand new fresh recruit cadets who are like you're leading Mm -hmm. the charge and you know a gap's not even like anywhere close or anything like that
0: no i like that because I was also a little bit like, does he really think they're there? Or is he just using this to suss them out, et cetera, et cetera? And then at the end when it's like, yeah, I did use you just to beat the ground, see who comes out running, and now we're going to go chase them. Like, that that was believable to me.
1: Yeah. Um, that also yeah. does remind me okay. of another- another pirate trope though of like every ship is always like this is the fastest ship we've got you know like nothing can catch them and then immediately it gets
0: caught like (laughs) yeah (laughs) how did this happen we're smarter than this well apparently we're not it's like Uh,
1: who's the guy in star trek who keeps getting beaten up
0: like wolf the wolf effect Yeah, yeah it's like
1: the wolf yes but for pirate ships yeah
0: yeah it's all it's always that way. It's like, well, we've got to have some way of slowing us down. Maybe we're too heavy with gold. Maybe a master's broken. There's always some there's always a clinger. There's always a fjord or an inlet. Or a, oh, yeah. There's yeah. some reason that will keep making us have a problem with this thing. It's like it's it's the wish fulfillment, but also the game master stepping on and go, Yeah, 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 but but we need this to be bad so the story keeps happening. So um yeah. let's let's just uh, uh do it speaking of things happening um this podcast will be ending this episode right now uh, <laughs> because i'm tired <laughs> and um that's pretty much all like i said we've all got to say about this this uh episode of thingy uh join us next time when we're going to talk about eat at baratai uh which honestly sounds really cool um this is the one that keeps having the the clips when i'm I 'm on Netflix and they're at a restaurant, and honestly yeah i'm into it. I want to see what happens. So join us there, subscribe wherever podcasts are found, uh, whether it 's Podbean or Spotify or Apple Podcasts send us out to more of your friends, share, like, subscribe. Um, word of mouth is the best way for a podcast to, to thrive. And if you love us, and I'm sure you do, you leave us a little five-star review and I'll read that out on the show. We are brought to you by masters of alchemy, the premier game mastering service in Melbourne, uh, come along to fortress emporium every Sunday to, um, to play games with us, um, and run by fortune by, by master of alchemy or check the website, which is masters of alchemy or one word. A U. Uh, You can find the podcast at dndntvpod on Instagram because X is a shit show and no one should use it anymore. Um, And I haven't got Blue Sky or TikTok set up yet. Send an email to dndntvpod at gmail.com. Tell us what your devil fruit would be. And I'll read them out in the wrap up. See, that's a smart one too. That way we get all the good ideas and steal them for ourselves a thief he's not listening everyone he turns his mic off as soon as i start the spiel um and now i'm trying to i don't want to interrupt Uh,
1: you're being so professional i
0: was trying to (laughs) i didn't actually want you to interrupt that time uh so until next time stay safe be kind to yourselves may all your hits be crits and we're going to be the king of the podcasts This podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. Always was, always will be. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging.